You're listening to episode 47 of season 13 of the Good New World Order for day 321 of 2019. In this episode, we're going to talk about Linux because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about all of the packages installed on Slackware Linux, every single one of them. Everything that comes on the DVD, that's what we're talking about. So, and, and this applies obviously to to many, well not obviously, but this applies to many Linux distributions because a lot of those distributions have a lot of the same software on them, uh, and certainly Util Linux would be one of those packages that pretty much any Linux distribution is going to have on it. Now, in this episode, it's going to be a short one because there's only two. There's there's there are two T um, uh, applications, two applications that start with the letter T in the user bin directory from Util Linux, and those are tailf and task set. One of those is deprecated. Tail F is deprecated. So if I do a man tail F, it says tail F, follow the growth of a log file. Tail F, option, and then file. And it says pretty clearly tail F is deprecated. It may have, it may have unfixed bugs, will be removed in March 2017. This is 2019. It hasn't been removed because I haven't updated Util Linux anytime since March 2017. Is it still there? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I haven't looked. But tail F is something that just doesn't make sense anymore because there's um, tail dash F. The, the, the difference apparently between tail F and tail dash F is that tail F does not access the file when it is not growing. I'm kind of assuming that because they're deprecating it, tail dash F now does that has that same behavior, or or maybe the primary reason for this feature, which is listed in the man page as um, it's extremely useful for monitoring log files on a laptop when logging is infrequent and the user desires that the hard disk spin down to conserve battery life. In this day and age. That's not such a big deal. We have long, we have batteries that last a long time, and we have SSD drives that don't spin up or spin down. So maybe for for those reasons, tail just isn't all that useful, or or maybe there are other reasons. I don't know. There were only really three options, but really only one, uh, which was dash dash lines or just dash in, which let you control how many uh, what what the output would be for that you're following by default it's the last 10 lines are updated uh, in one in one go but you could change that with the dash in so i'm not going to go over this command any more than i already have because it's deprecated but i'm also not going to go over the the alternative, which is tail, because we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll talk about tail later when we get to tail. This is tail; it's deprecated. We're not gonna talk about it anymore. But it is interesting to know that it existed. But we're not gonna talk about it anymore. Okay. So the next one we will talk about is task set. I think yeah, task set, which is a command to set or retrieve a process's affinity. What does that mean? Well, I used to kind of sit around thinking, you know what would be really cool? Would be to be able to override or, or intervene 
in my computer's choice of how it divvies up tasks. So if you have on your computer a CPU monitor of any sort, then you'll know that you can kind of look at some display, some little heads-up display, that shows you which processor is being used the most out of your, you know, 8-core processor or 6-core processor, I think, in my case. And inevitably, you're going to, if you're looking at that while you're, I don't know, encoding video or, or watching a movie or something, you're going to look at that and think, man, that 6th core just isn't being used at all. If I could just tap into that 6th core... I just know my computer would behave that much faster. I'm just wasting CPU cycles, right? So, and, and by, by wasting CPU cycle, I mean there's this concept in computing that with every tick of some, of some time measurement, with every tick, that CPU could have been processing information. If it's on then any given CPU could have been processing information now, and and again now, and again now, and now, and now. So if there's a CPU that wasn't processing information, the longer I talk about it, then we have, quote-unquote, wasted CPU cycles. Because time has gone by, and that CPU has not been working. It's kind of that same concept if you've ever worked in, in retail you know, food service industry or, or any kind of retail thing where you're, you're just the, the, the person that, that stands on the, on the sales floor, just making sure that the, the great machine continues to roll. Your manager might come over to you and, and tell you that you're not doing enough work. You know, you, you haven't done something. You're just standing around and, and for every moment that, the company is paying you they expect you to be doing something productive so for instance you need to go i don't know fold shirts if you're at a, a clothing store or you need to clean clean off tables or clean dishes if you're in a food service you know everything that like they they see that well we're paying you so for every moment of that time that you're not working we're paying you for nothing so you should be working all the time it's it's a form of insanity um, but it is pretty common at least in in american businesses i don't know elsewhere so it's kind of the same thing and and you can go insane over it on your computer as well if you if you sit there and look at the cpus at the at the different cores in your cpu and and you just think well they're not all they're not all at maximum values, so I'm wasting CPU cycles. My computer is potentially so much more powerful than than what it is, than how it's behaving. And it can be frustrating because some things on computers take time. And so you think, well, why does it take, why is my CPU at, at relative rest for 30 minutes and then and then it's it's completely and then it, it takes too long to do some process isn't there some way to distribute that that load better far be it from me that there to say that there's no way to distribute this stuff better i, I do think that there are some things that that we could arguably distribute in a different way but generally speaking the 
the the scheduling process of the Linux kernel or or any kernel for that matter is it's pretty intelligent I think I mean it certainly has been driving things pretty well so far and 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 being able to manually intervene is probably not as important as sometimes it might feel to people such as myself who wants to who who would love to just be able to optimize everything but i think it's an illusion it's mostly an illusion is what i'm trying to say that you might be able to second guess the way that your computer is distributing the the way that it processes information and you think if i could just take that one process and assign it to this core then everything would be fine and so much faster well if you want to try that if you want to take control of every little process in your computer and override its good sense you can do that with task set see there was a point to all that so task set or cpu affinity is the idea that there's some process a pid right a process id there's some process running on your computer and there is a natural kind of scheduling rhythm to that sort of thing and so the linux scheduler says okay here's a pid i'm going to hand it over to this cpu whether it's a physical cpu or just a cpu core i'm going to hand it over to this cpu and that's where it will hang out it'll kind of get assigned to that cpu and that's the cpu that will process that bit of information and that's the cpu affinity if you want to override that and tell some other CPU to take over that that process, you can do that with task set. Task set defines how a PID is bonded to a CPU as a mask. The way that you would set well first let's let's talk about PIDs. We've already talked about PIDs quite a lot with Utilinux. We've looked at PGREP and PS and things like that, but there is another way to, or there's a, rather a way to find out what CPU a specific PID is is bonded to. So I'm going to do um, pgrep audacity, because I happen to know that audacity is running right now. And that's 14294. So I'm going to do task set dash dash PID 14294. It tells me that PID 14294's current affinity mask is 3F. Well, what does that mean? Well, if we do a man task set, we'll find out that the way that it defines a processor affinity is with this mask and the, or a bit mask, and it says with the lowest order bit corresponding to the first logical CPU and the highest order bit corresponding to the last logical CPU. Not all CPUs may exist on a given system. Um, a retrieved mask reflects only the bits that correspond to CPUs physically on the system. If an invalid one is given, don't care, don't care. The masks are typically given in hexadecimal. That's what I was looking for. 0x00000001 is processor 0. 0x00000003 is processor 0 and 1. 
0 x f f f f f f f f is all processors 0 through 31. So luckily there's a built-in translator for all of this. You don't actually have to calculate that bit mask yourself. So if you do a task set dash dash pid dash dash cpu dash list and then the process ID that you want, in this case it's 14294, then it returns pid 14294's current affinity list 0 to 5, meaning that this process, Audacity 14294, is the, the CPU that it is, um, I keep wanting to say bonded to, but really it's it's more, it's affinity, right? The, the CPU th that this has been assigned are, well, really all the cores on my system, 0 through 5. So it's it'll run on any of those, 0 through 5, meaning that it's going to take it's going to be scheduled for whatever makes the most sense. So once again, trying to over outthink this and overwrite it myself, probably not actually going to do a whole lot of good for me. Um, I, this is more of a bug testing tool, I think, or a um, maybe a special use case where you just you happen to know that there's some dedicated unit for a specific thing that you're running on your on your render farm or whatever, then then this might might come into play. But with that, um, practically all of those those are practically all the options we've we've covered all the options basically. There is one more. There's all tasks. So if I I'm gonna probably have to look for something here because I, I don't know. PS tree. I need to find something with lots of sort of sub. Well, here's pulse audio. Let's do a uh, let's do a task set dash dash uh, pid. Oh, I don't know the pid of that. P grep pulse audio one nine five six. So I'm going to do a task set dash dash pid dash dash CPU dash list dash dash all dash tasks for 1956. This lists all of the subtasks for the PID that I provide. So I, I gave it the PID 1956, which is the pulse audio uh, PID on my system right now. If I do a pgrep for, or rather, if I do a PS tree and look at the pulse audio entry, it looks like there's gconf helper, alsa sync, alsa sync, alsa sync, and alsa source. So that's one, two, three, four, five things total. And then the return values for my query, PID, CPU list, all tasks, 1956, um, it, it lists, well, 1956's current affinity is 0 through 5. 1962's affinity is 0 to 5. 1963 is 0, and so on. So it's kind of interesting in a way because you get, you get this kind of side benefit of sort of the a PID list, almost an LSOF of kind of what, you know, what's related to a specific task. So let's, let's just, for kicks, let's look at the, the full return value for the Audacity task that I've got going. Because presumably there'd be, there'd be a lot more going on than just Audacity. So task set PID, 
dash dash pid dash dash cpu dash list dash dash all tasks all dash tasks once uh, one one four two nine four and it looks like there's a bunch of things happening here there's one four two nine four uh, there's and of course all of these the affinity list is zero one zero to five so it's it's gonna it's spreading itself across the whole system no no need to override this actually but there are other things happening there's one four three fifty one four three fifty one one four six six one six six two and so on so you kind of get this list of of things of processes related to maybe some larger process so it's kind of an, a quick and easy way maybe to get that kind of Kind of a tree of uh, for for a specific process. Okay, but since I mean we can't we can't stop talking about task cell, uh, task set rather, and and not talk about actually executing the thing that it's designed to execute. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a pgrep of uh, con of you know what I'm going to do actually I'm going to do xi's ampersand. It tells me that XIs is one seven zero six nine. One seven zero six nine. So we will copy that PID and then we're gonna do task set dash dash CPU list dash list dash dash PID one seven zero six nine. And it tells me that it's actually I don't think I actually need that dash dash PID anymore, do I? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Uh, 17069. So current affinity list is 0 through 5. Well, I have to admit that that is a little bit of an overkill for XIs. Let's constrain that to just one CPU. Once again, I'm not actually saying that this is a good idea. I'm just saying that it's something that we could do if we wanted to. So here we go. Task set dash dash pid, and then I'm going to just give it zero. Uh, what was it? Um, man task set for just processor zero. So that's zero x one should do it, I think. Zero uh, x one, and then the pid that we're talking about is one seven zero six nine. It says that the current affinity was three f meaning that it was spread across all six processors. Uh, the PID, the new affinity mask is one. So now if I do a task set, dash dash PID, dash dash CPU, dash list, 17069, it tells me that the affinity list is zero, which presumably means that it's being constrained to just CPU zero. Does that make any difference whatsoever? No, probably not. It's XIs. It's probably not going to be that big of a deal. But I've just constrained it to just the first CPU core. So if anything on my system happens that affects the first CPU core, the zeroth CPU core, XIs could hang, for instance, because it's no longer... Uh, it's not going to be spread across all the other CPUs, at least in theory. I, I don't know how just how smart the Linux scheduler is. I imagine it's pretty smart. It may it might it 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 may override the affinity, right? It might just think, well, this task can't happen here because I don't have the the calculation available on CPU zero, so I'll just have to move it to something else. Even though the affinity is zero, um, affinity doesn't mean 
absolute constraint to me. So I, I'm not sure. I haven't tested that. I can't say for sure whether there's still the possibility of overriding the affinity or not. That's task set. That is literally all the options on task set. There are no more, well, version, help, things like that, but, but there are no more important options to task set. Hopefully this has been informative to you. It's um, a little bit of history there with, with TailF, TailF, and a little bit of um, hardcore hardware meddling with task set. I think that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the GNU World Order Cast. This has been Klaatu. You can reach me on IRC. I'm on the Freenode network usually in channels such as Augcast Planet, Slacker Media, Slackware, a couple of others. My nick on IRC is not Klaatu. You can also reach me lately on Mastodon. My username there is at Klaatu at Mastodon.xyz. Of course, you can email me at Klaatu at member.fsf.org. That's Klaatu at member.fsf, as in free software foundation.org. And of course, you can visit my various websites, gnuworldorder.info and slackermedia.info. I will see you next time. It's an endless cycle of normalcy, raising them to be happy with mediocrity, with everything being the same.